0: Hey everyone, Pete here. Thanks for listening to Sacred Cows Tonight. Before we get to the show, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what's coming up in the next couple of months. I never usually know these things, so this will be a good review for me too. In February, we're going to have Sean Faust and Rob Weeks on the show to talk about Firefly. That's the Joss Whedon-helmed sci-fi western from 2002 that was really awesome, but Fox was like, see you, Space Cowboys. Canceled. Tragic. In March... We'll be joined by David Stewart to have an action comedy discussion about Rumble in the Bronx. With this film, Jackie Chan won America's heart and made possible such masterpieces as Shanghai Noon, The Tuxedo, and Around the World in 80 Days. Uh, Thanks, Rumble in the Bronx. Okay, that's a good view of what's coming up. We are scheduled all the way up through September this year with movies and guests, so stay tuned for more fun. And now, on to the show. Pete? Mike? Eli? Pete? Mike? Eli? Happy 2018, guys! Yeah, we made it! We're looking forward to another great year! I know, and I think the show's really going great now that we got our format all figured out. Okay, okay. I'm about to do you guys
1: a huge favor by fixing your show.
0: Uh, wait. Fixing it?
1: Yeah! Because I think we can all agree it needs help in a big way. Um, well, this is
2: unusual.
0: I know. Disembodied voice guy taking an interest in our show?
1: Since I don't think you guys are going to go for the only surefire fix of replacing all of you, I've just got some format changes to suggest.
3: But the format is good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a good one, Eli. You're the new joke writer. Okay, so in addition to that change, here's how I see the show in 2018. First of all, the name. The show is called Sacred Cows. Tonight. Right, but why does a show called Sacred Cows not have any religious content? I'm, of course, referring
0: specifically to blood sacrifices. Somebody stop him. He does tend to go on about blood sacrifices. Uh, disembodied Voice Guy, I... I
3: I don't think a blood sacrifice would make very good podcast listening. Oh, then you've never heard one. Personally, I think you could really get listeners going by throwing
1: someone to the lions in every episode. That always worked on the crowds in my day.
2: Maybe we could hear some of your other ideas. Well,
1: since I'm sure you guys are going to insist on continuing to talk about movies, why don't you focus on some movies that people actually like? You have woefully ignored the excellent genres of horror and splatter
0: films. I think it's hard to make the case that those films could possibly be sacred. Oh, they're not. But I think it's the unholy things that I like the best. <laughs> uh, you know, disembodied Voice Guy, before you go on, can I just say don't? Just introduce the show.
1: Sacred Cows Tonight, with your hosts, Mike and Pete, featuring Disembodied Voice Guy. With special guest, Eli Ramsey. Featuring the Sacred Cows Tonight band,
2: And now welcome, your hosts, Mike and Pete. Uh, Welcome to the Sacred Cows Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Pete. And with us we have our very own editor and frequent collaborator on the show, Eli.
3: Woo! Hey guys, I I feel like I was just here. You were. Because you were. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Always uh, good to talk to you all. Likewise. Seat is still
2: warm and we're glad to have you. (laughs) Today we are having our second annual year in review in advance, so... What we're going to do today, listeners, is we're going to jump right into it because there's a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about, first, the predictions we made in the 2017 Year in Review in Advance episode. We made some really boldish predictions, (laughs) uh, and we're going to see how we did. Eli's going to make fun of us for all the things we got wrong. And then uh, after that, we're going to talk about the 2018 expected year in movies and television and what we think is going to happen. So we all have the notes. I think we just start from the beginning because we did this. um, These notes were chronological to the previous episode. So for 2017, a not bold prediction that we said was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 will do well and be good. We also said this about Spider-Man Homecoming. We were a little less sure about Wonder Woman. And we were definitely sure that Justice League won't. Okay,
0: so which of these movies did we see? I saw all of them except Justice League.
2: Okay. I also saw all of them except Justice League. (laughs) And
0: I saw Justice League. Let me tell you, we were right. We were right about that prediction. I did not find that to be very good. So Pete, did you only see Justice League? No, I saw okay. half of Wonder Woman, don't ask about that, and I didn't see the others. <laughs> so I saw half of Wonder Woman. So so you made no, that's the a worst choice and half of a good choice. I'm a DC only kind of guy. No, that's <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a recipe for for like lifelong <laughs> sadness, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: I mean, uh, you you do have no excuse on Guardians of the Galaxy. It's literally on Netflix
0: now. Yeah, I know, and I've been meaning to get around to it, but I just felt so compelled to rewatch Doctor Strange uh, multiple times instead. So,
2: okay, that was that's a fun movie. Yeah, it's it, yeah. it's
0: better uh, each time you rewatch it, I think. But yeah, Justice League not good.
2: I think we got these first four predictions mostly right. Galaxy mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy did very well and was well received. Spider Man Homecoming did very well and was well received. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Uh, we should have been more clear, but that one did very well. Yes, yeah. it did, mm-hmm. and people loved it universally. And Justice League didn't do that well. It ended up so far only grossing uh, six hundred and fifty-five point two million, which is a disappointment considering that uh, Warner Brothers' estimated gross for the film to break even worldwide is seven hundred and fifty million. So, three hundred million of that was pro- of the seven hundred fifty was production costs. The rest with promotion around the world.
0: Wow. So yikes. <laughs> well, there you have it. Oh, and also I just wanna say Wonder Woman might do well is the kind of bold predictions you're gonna get here at Sacred Cause tonight. Wonder Woman might do well. I gotta say, like I'm
3: I'm kinda dis and I was I was also kinda disappointed when I re-listened today, but like you all really played it safe last year. So so this <laughs> year when we get to predictions, we're all just gonna like go all out.
0: All right. I think so. Yep. Go big sounds or go good to home. me we're too big to fail okay
3: <laughs> <laughs> so uh
2: next next prediction um oh no, L- logan will be good and send wolverine on a good note i think everybody was kind of expecting that one so mm-hmm. that's not even bold at all all right so let's t- let's talk about our predictions for star wars since we just finished up our uh last jedi episode all right Mike was the only one to make predictions on this. Hey, no, no, I I made a prediction, (laughs) but we'll hear yours first. (laughs) (laughs) I said, Hamill gets to kick some ass in The Last Jedi. Luke is less whiny. He'll pal around with force goats, ghosts. Not forced. Well, forced goats might forced be close. Goat, well. uh, they, they won't kill Luke again. They'll take all his limbs and call him Stubb <laughs> Skywalker.
0: Well, it looks to me like your predictions did pretty well, except that last one. Although we haven't seen the third film yet, the the third one in the trilogy. But you did a pretty good job, I have to say. Yeah. Luke was less whiny. He was kick ass and he got to pal around with a forced ghost. Arguably the best forced ghost. Yeah, that was that was an excellent scene. Um, I was happy to see that. Um, but, um, I think we can't ignore my fantastic prediction where I cryptically say they'll shake it up. <laughs> I have no idea what in the hell I meant by that, but I think in some ways I was right. Um,
3: yeah, no, they, they definitely did shake up the format of a typical star Wars movie and played on a lot of expectations that a lot of people had. Uh, so I am willing to give that one to you. You, you did get that one, right?
0: All right. But I think for this year, perhaps my wording should be a little more specific. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about what, what exactly I'm predicting.
2: Yeah. The the two, 2017 predictions so far, we've only got, uh, let's see, how many wrong? How many wrong? One? Yeah. Uh, Our
0: scattershot uh, method of, of doing predictions. Yeah, I guess so.
2: All right. So we're going to go much faster with the other predictions because there's a lot that <laughs> that we didn't say. But here's some highlights. So we said Fifty Shades, there's a Fifty Shades movie every year. There's a Fifty Shades movie in 2018. We said that the field is not evergreen here, and it won't be good, and they'll never make another one.
3: Hmm. Well, you were wrong about them not making another one. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I didn't (laughs) see it, though, so so I don't know if it was good.
2: Yeah, I don't think it, I don't don't know if it's good either. I honestly (laughs) have zero interest in seeing those, and... whoever likes those good for you that's cool live and let
0: live
3: so So, uh exactly so if if you all have someone who's like a diehard fan and they like beg to be on the show to talk about those movies will you
0: watch them for that episode (laughs) i mean we'd have to wouldn't we (laughs) oh yeah we might i I mean we might say no we might say no to that episode but if we were to say yes to the episode then we would be watching those movies yeah
2: if we ever if we ever uh like do something for charity where we're willing to like have money donated (laughs) to charity and torture ourselves for it that might be the thing to do bondage aid (laughs) good to know uh other let's see we also said alien covenant will not be an okay movie but will do well i know nothing about it um did you guys? Oh, Pete, you didn't see it. Uh,
3: Eli, did you see it? So I didn't see it, but I heard very mixed reviews. I think most of them that I heard, like, it was like fifty-one percent, forty-nine percent said it wasn't good. If memory serves, that was a while ago.
2: Yeah, I was uh, in the wow. That was better than Prometheus, and uh, that better sound than Alien hard. Three, but not like up in the level of Alien or Aliens. So okay, well let's let's be a little bit uh, a little bit uh, bolder here. We did say. Um, John Wick Chapter 2, we said that people will love it.
0: Now, I've talked to two people who have seen this movie, and one of them thought it was so much better than the first one, and one of them thought the first one was so much better than the second one. So, you know, there's no accounting for taste. I have no idea.
3: Like, every outlet that I saw talking about the movie had nothing but good things to say about it.
0: Oh, okay, okay. See, John, the
2: first John Wick I loved so much that I actually went and, you know, bought the Blu-ray. So, Whoa,
0: that's like something it, you don't do every
2: admittedly, day. Admittedly, yeah, admittedly, it was, uh, it, you know, it's one of those Blu-rays. There was a ton of good Blu-ray deals on Black Friday, and I grabbed it there with the digital copy and all that goodness. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, there's the John Wick 2. Um, people must have loved it because the critics loved it, it mm-hmm. says. And uh, it had a $40 million budget and did $171.5 million box office. Nice. You can't do much better than than that yeah with the that small of a budget for an action film all right the fate of the furious um i did not see this uh but i have heard it is ridiculous and fun and i my prediction is true because i didn't see it so can confirm
3: uh it is very ridiculous and very fun
2: all right so let's see the next one um we said no thanks to transformers uh did did you say
3: thanks to it at either of you
0: no, no, I say no thanks to the entire series. I'm not, not interested.
3: Yeah, I uh, after watching the third Transformers, when I could watch it for free, I was like, I'm done with this
0: franchise, and they keep making movies. Mm-hmm. That's because they do brisk trade in China. Yeah. Apparently this one didn't do very well, though, this
2: time. Uh, I don't have the numbers with me, and I really don't care enough to look, to
0: be <laughs> honest with you. It wouldn't be worth our time. I think
2: uh, we were wrong about uh, the the "War for the Planet of the Apes" movie. The budget for that one was 150 million, and it did 490.7 oh. million box office. People really liked it. Wow. It has an 82 percent Metacritic, 93 percent rotten tomatoes. So we were just kind of met on it, and apparently it is awesome. Huh? No kidding. The next prediction we really have is Jumanji. Pete said, oh, boy, not not.
0: Was it oh, boy or oh, boy? Well, um, for the sake of my record, I'm going to be saying that it's oh, boy, because apparently people really liked Jumanji, which I didn't see, um, of course, because I don't see movies. Uh, And it it did really well. It knocked Star Wars out of the uh, top spot after three weekends. So it was good. It's hard to do that. Yes, it is. And Chips, we said G's, to which the the internet and the world also said G's. Yeah, yeah, that's no surprise there. We played it safe with that one.
2: All right, so that's our end of our 2017 How We Did in Movie Predictions. So, so far we got one, like two, three wrong. Um, Defenders Won't Come Out in 2016 is our first TV prediction. 2017. Sorry, Defenders Won't Come Out 2017 is our first TV prediction. Uh, We were wrong on that one. Yep, that was wrong. We also said Star Trek Discovery is doomed because it's behind the c b s paywall
0: and I'm not sure if that's true, but everybody who doesn't pay for c b s all access says the show's doomed because they can't watch it um maybe it's doing well, who knows uh it got renewed
2: for a second season mm-hmm. well,
0: there you have it that that could be the pity second season that's you know <laughs> the death rattle who knows they'll you know they'll change the format a whole lot and
2: And that's all we had for our TV predictions. Really, we were pretty light on that. Uh, Finally, something to celebrate. Uh, Sacred Cows Tonight did a panel at GeeklyCon 2017, and we filled a room, and DVG showed up,
0: and it was fun. Yeah, we filled an already hot room and made it hotter. (laughs) Oh,
3: that panel room.
0: Brings back some memories for uh, some of the listeners, I'm sure. That was a really good time.
2: The air conditioner was an empty shell. Yeah, that's true.
0: No, oh no, nothing made me happier than when we walked into the room and there were actually people in there. So that was fantastic.
2: All right. Well, that's it for our uh, 2017 review of how we did. Like Eli said, let's try to do better for 2018 <laughs> yes. and actually make some bold predictions. That's right.
0: Win, yeah. lose, whatever. And Eli's here to hold us to that. Yes. That's right. So we have to double down on everything. All right. Yes. We can do that.
2: So Eli, since you're our... Uh, guess this time let's let's let you start this out
3: all right uh so the first show i am going to uh bring up is cloak and dagger which is um based oh. on some marvel comics um it's coming out on freeform i think i'm going to go out on a limb and say that it is going to be extremely good it's going to outperform. The Inhumans by a lot, which isn't going to say much. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to say that it's going to give Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a run for its money in being the best non-Netflix TV show that Marvel's put out.
0: Jeez. So those are bold predictions. You're setting the bar for a bold prediction. Interesting. However, you couldn't go full um, will unseat Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as like the big blockbuster TV show.
3: Yeah, well, thing. so Agents because of Shield is a very is, good show. In yeah, my it's opinion. It's very good. It's on its fifth season. And aside from a few things and I, I think it was the third season, like it's just it's kept getting better as time goes on. Um and this is the last season of Agents of Shield, unless by some miracle they uh ABC decides to change their decision. Uh so mm-hmm. after this year, the Marvel fans are going to be looking for something to to watch that's not on Netflix that will still be, you know, happy and fun. Well, not really happy, but um, not as dark as the Marvel Netflix shows. And I'm, I'm hoping that Cloak and Dagger will come into that role and um, will be very good.
2: I almost know nothing about that. So it'll be it'll be interesting for me to go look on the Internet and watch a trailer or something.
0: I remember it from when I was a kid. <laughs> the the comic book property, of course. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. All right, well, Pete, why don't
2: you go next? Uh,
0: just any show that's coming back.
2: Yeah, sure. Well, not any coming back. New, whatever you think is uh, interesting to you.
0: Well, what caught my eye was X Files. Um, is renewed for a, a, another season, and I kind of feel like we have to treat these seasons as like standalone things that are going to happen ad hoc. I haven't seen it. I worry about... Yeah, the we're two ex-
2: episodes, three episodes in now, buddy. Sure.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, it's um, if you were a big fan of The X-Files in the 90s, like I was a huge fan, seeing all the episodes, um, almost stuck with it to the end, but really nobody did that. Everything that's happened since then has been kind of a major disappointment. The movie that came out, I don't even know, close to 10 years ago now, not so good. I couldn't even touch this one i'm gonna make the bold prediction that two actors are going to go on a very public outcry against the show for being a piece of crap unlike the first run of the show when you know well no actually they they left in the first run of the show so never mind um i'm trying to be bold here is what i'm saying the show is not just going to go off the air after the 11th season it's going to implode massively in a pr scandal (laughs) um at which point um Julian Anderson and David Duchovny will go about their happy lives, and so will we.
2: Oh man, well that's uh, that's kind of where I was going with this too. With, uh, with uh, the, with the the X Files is, is I've I've I mean I'm I'm three episodes in already, and I know that I'm thinking it's like this is a decidedly decidedly middling thing, and I'm waiting for it to become either great or just do like you said it or implode. So I'm going to go the other way and say that they're kind of building a snowball and I wouldn't we've used this metaphor already for something else so um but I think they're building a snowball towards something actually kind of good and fun to end it um that's my bold prediction well
0: there you go
3: I have not watched very much of the x-file so I don't really have a prediction here uh I will say I'm going to predict that uh the season will end and it will have all been a dream by some alien (laughs) yeah In a snow there globe. We go
2: Spoilers for the first episode for Pete. Ha ha ha!
3: That's my no, really X Files for 2018. Uh
2: well, the problem is that I uh I really haven't been paying too much on on TV. Um I am looking forward to Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams, which I know some of that is out already. Okay. Um I don't I have no idea if it's any good. Um, but Star Trek, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on the line. I'm going to say that Star Trek Discovery, uh, will crash and burn in its second season. And that strangely, the Orville will continue to be the show that people that really like Star Trek and don't want to pay are talking about.
0: Well, there you go. Now there's a show that I watched a little bit of, and I was very pleased with the Orville. Actually, the writing is good. It has that Star Trek feel to it.
2: I also will take a bold prediction and say that the the good place has to have an episode where people just go, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> and by that I mean it's been the writing has been so consistently good on that show that um, they have to disappoint us at some time. They have to have a a bad episode, and I think people will forgive them for it. But it's still it's going to have to happen because I. I just don't see how you can be that clever all the time. Then again, Breaking Bad exists. So, I mean, there are people that are that clever, I
3: suppose. I think my bold prediction on this is going to be that Mike is wrong.
0: <laughs> and we have that prediction all the time around <laughs> here. It's not that bold.
3: Well, specifically in this case, that the, the writing on the good place will continue to be phenomenal. It, it has been one of my favorite shows to watch and I'm a few episodes behind in season 2 but um that first season is some of the best TV I think I have seen. Uh just phenomenal.
0: I need to watch this show because I haven't seen a single episode. It's good.
2: All right. It's, it's very enough. very good. And don't don't spoil it for him internet yeah. uh, if no, it's all good. Yeah, there's a lot of twists and turns in that show. you for a comedy show, you don't expect it you it's serialized. you have to watch it normally, okay, good to
0: know. you know, I just don't find myself watching a lot of t v these days anyway. It's hard to keep up with the waiting a week and you know that kind of thing right.
2: First seasons on Netflix start do it yes. that way
0: okay see that's that's my go to It has to be on Netflix pretty much
2: and now let's move
0: on to movies that's more of a What we've been waiting for our bread and butter. Yes, this is actually going to be a fantastic year for movies when I'm looking at the list and I won't go into the specifics right now. It's just like, holy crap, you know, I'm going to have to get a lot of babysitters this year so that I can go see these things.
2: You've just been saying this whole podcast you don't see movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know I have. That was last year. This next year. I don't want to miss any of this stuff. Let's start. Let's start. Let's do it
2: month by month. How's that sound? Sounds good. Uh, let's start with Eli. Uh, if you have a January movie that you'd like to start our talking about, let's uh, let's go.
0: How about the re-release of The Room? Yes. So, who saw the Disaster Artist in this podcast? I have not seen it yet, but it's on my list to see, and I want oh, to see it so. It bad. is a one. It is a, quite a lovely uh, comedy biography moment in time movie. It's very good. Mm-hmm. i laughed anyway
2: i don't know if i plan on seeing it but i, I actually do plan on on seeing the room just because i kind of feel like you have to see the room if you want to see the disaster yeah. artist.
0: oh oh yeah we'll definitely start with the room that movie is a treat in its own respect mm-hmm. <laughs> really really um, it is so my bold prediction for the room is
3: going to be that it will triple its original box office run
0: i don't know if that's really that bold
3: okay fine what was its original box <laughs> office run it will do 10 times better than its original box office. that's run. more
0: like it that's more like it
2: and, and what was its original box office run i mean you're keeping me in suspense
3: i have no idea but whatever it is 10 times more than that
2: budget 6 million box office
0: 1800 yep really yep <laughs> <laughs> they spent a lot of money on uh blue screen for yeah. <laughs> for, for no reason yeah basically <laughs>
2: He must just be independently wealthy. I guess we'll find out.
0: Yeah, you need to watch The Disaster Artist to hear about that. Yeah. All right. Pete, do you have a, a January? You know, I'm looking for January movies. I, uh, I'm not really seeing other January movies on my list. Um,
3: yeah, January doesn't look very strong this year, unfortunately.
0: I, I kind of agree. Okay. What is there anything in February? Because I yes. can do fe- February. Absolutely. What is coming out in February? I do not have a list that has months. So Black Panther is coming out in February. Black Panther is coming out in February. Yes. Yes. That one looks good, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm going to say that uh, it's going to be the best Marvel movie to date.
0: That's my <gasps> Wait, prediction. no, you can't say that. Didn't you see Thor Ragnarok? I, I did see Thor Ragnarok, and I loved it. But I think Black Panther,
3: like, based on what I've seen of Black Panther so far, I am more hyped for Black Panther than I was for Thor Ragnarok.
0: Dang. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I just love Thor so much. I think this Black Panther movie has got probably
2: some of the most original ideas that we haven't even seen yet. Mm -hmm. It feels like the way that they're hyping this movie with the trailers and stuff feels very Star Wars. Other than the stuff you've got with um, Andy Serkis in the trailer kind of saying, like, Hey, Wakanda is crazy technological. They're lying about like, you know, being this backwater country. Uh and then you see, you know, some some shots. I think there's actually like going to be tons of surprises in the movie. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think so. No, it definitely looks like a very original setting. It's going to be exciting and visually uh stimulating. So, uh I'm sure it's going to be a- fantastic. And
2: empowering, I think for a lot of uh, uh African American mm-hmm. I think well, so. I think um, so. people of African descent in general. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I think that's true. Yes, this is going to be a strong character, and it looks like he's surrounded by strong secondary characters, and Mm -hmm. it's going to be good. I love a superhero movie like this. And
2: I think it'll play nicely into uh, Avengers um, 4 when that comes out. Yes.
0: What? (laughs) There's going to be an Avengers 4? Sorry, I don't keep my ear to the ground well enough. Or are are we on Avengers three? It's Avengers Avengers three. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's like, whoa, there's a prediction. Avengers four in 20. Well, ever basically four has already been announced. Okay. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) It's coming
3: out next year. Like (laughs) 2019.
0: Unbelievable.
3: The, uh, so the Avengers in this in, in 2018 is part one of a two part movie. And then 2019 is the conclusion.
0: Venom's on the list. Sorry, that's a, little, that's a few months out, but that's another one.
2: No, that's fine. Well, let's just forget the months and just kind of go through the things were interesting. Venom, okay, let's talk about it. it. My bold prediction is that's going to be not good. It's going to do bad, and people aren't going to like it.
0: Well, I don't know that Sony has, a, apart from, obviously, the X-Men, Sony has not necessarily executed Marvel films nearly as well as Marvel Studios. Sony doesn't have the X-Men. That's Fox. So Sony had Spider-Man. Yes. Basically. And that's it. And And I don't know. And his universe. Right. Okay. So I don't think that those necessarily uh, did super well. Obviously, um, in the past, Uh, they had to reboot that franchise quite a number of times. And Mm -hmm. it seems like it can't make up its mind about what it is.
2: The reason I don't think it's going to be good is we haven't really heard anything about the concept of it like at all. Like, uh. It's not associated with the MCU when your new Spider-Man is associated with the MCU. um, How do you get Venom when Venom hasn't been attached to a Spider-Man?
0: This one was announced a long time ago, or at least rumored a long, long time ago. Like after, what was it, Topher Grace's appearance as Venom in the third uh, ill-fated Tobey Maguire movie. Mm -hmm. So... I think we've just been sitting around waiting for this and it's been vaporware for such a long time that I don't know if anybody cares anymore. Well, I have a bold prediction about Venom. This is going to be the last film in the Venom series. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's not that bold, but
3: no, I, I think they'll make two uh, just because if there's anything we've learned about Sony in regards to anything, Spider-Man they will beat a dead horse at least twice before moving on.
0: Well, perhaps. Maybe they'll uh, they'll reboot it like 10 years down the road and it'll fail even worse. But
2: <laughs> They should have just made more of a deal with Marvel, to be honest with you, and it had these characters in the MCU because Venom is an interesting character. I just feel like a Venom without a Spider-Man is kind of a... Huh?
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work. But then again, I don't know. I'd watch a standalone Joker movie.
2: All right, Um. right. Uh, let's see. So Deadpool 2 would be awesome and people love it. Uh, I don't know. That's, that seems like the easy thing to say. So I don't think we need to make a prediction there. But um, I want to sort of go tangential to the superheroes and say that the 2018 Tomb Raider reboot will be excellent. <laughs> it looks like it follows the Tomb Raider 2013 video game which i loved that video game um and i think Alicia Vikander Vikander is that how you pronounce her she looks like she's really getting into the character and uh i like the way that they're playing it up uh, like like the video game where you realize like how intelligent Laura Croft is and um you know even though she's put into horrible situations it's not just you know um, her like athletic prowess and physical ability that's getting her things but she's like solving problems and things like that too so it's it's very very good survival slash uh, revenge kind of uh, story right. and I think as long as it is, if they're following that video game um, it has a very good uh, arc to it and people will like it
0: I think that movie has good chances yeah I completely agree
2: alright so uh, Eli we're back to you
3: yeah, I'm going to bring up two movies that um, are both sequels and both have been a long time coming, uh, and they're v- and they're from two very separate and very different franchises. One is The Incredibles two, mm-hmm. and and the other oh. is Super Troopers two.
0: I'm qualified <laughs> to talk about one of these. Guess uh, which one? The Incredibles. <laughs> no, not that one. Okay. Never saw the first one.
3: So I love the Incredibles. It is my favorite Pixar movie that they've made. Uh, I just, it's, it's a fun movie. It's, uh, it's fantastically done. Uh, the, the, the voice acting is great. The plot is great. So I have high hopes for the Incredibles too. Um, and I, I'm, I am very hopeful yet very cautious because it's been so long since the Incredibles. And as far as. Super Troopers 2. I saw the trailer yesterday and it looks pretty funny.
0: Now is it is it funny like it's been so long since the original that they can basically just remake the same movie again and we'll laugh at it again? Or um I don't know. I worry about I worry about sequels that are like decades late. Yeah. Because they don't seem to have a good track record.
3: No, I completely agree. Based on the trailer, the story looks different enough. Granted, you're going to have some of the same jokes repeated. Um, And there were two in the trailer that were just, like, they they reused jokes from the first movie. I hope that those are used very sparingly and that most of the movie is original jokes with a few good callbacks to the original.
0: That would be a best-case scenario, Hmm. I think. Yes. Uh, You know, it's just... It's it's up to this movie, I think, to prove that you can make a good late following sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't, I can't think of another example of of a success in that respect.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well I, I like that. Um I I think I think the Incredibles 2, based on, on what I've seen, Eli, you're probably right. I don't know where I was. It's a good with prediction.
0: I it's a good prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, you're probably right. <laughs> All right, Pete, uh, why don't you go next? Your bold prediction. We're getting another Star Wars movie, obviously, in 2018. We will get a Star Wars movie every year for forever now, and I, I haven't uh, seen any charts similar to the MCU release schedule that uh, Star War, uh, Disney has for Star Wars, but I'm just assuming we will never be wanting for a Star Wars story ever again and it's uh this is ron howard i mean this is gonna be a good movie it's got a fantastic director attached um they found a guy who looks han solo-ish and it looks like there's a good cast even though woody harrelson's in it that's fine um what's what's my book <laughs> woody prediction? harrelson fan huh no i it's it's so woody harrelson's great actor but you just don't think of him when you think of Star Wars, you know, but then again, I never thought Donnie Yen when I saw Rogue One, and I was like, well, that was a good character. Uh-huh. So, um, I think this movie is going to be great very character. successful, obviously, and it's going to be great. And even when I, I, he, he, I wasn't the, he, I, I called the last Star Wars movie that we reviewed in our last episode sacred, but I wasn't completely, it wasn't a slam dunk for me. Um, I like these standalone Star Wars stories that are not part of an arc that you have to do like massive exposition and development on. These single-serve Star Wars stories are really good, and I think they're a good addition to the franchise. So I'm going to predict that um, this is going to be everybody's favorite Star Wars movie when it comes out.
2: Okay, I have a prediction related to that. Uh, My prediction is that uh, Landell Calrissian will steal the show in that movie. Oh, Donald yeah. Glover. Donald as, Glover. Yep, that Lando. could
0: that could
3: easily happen. So, so I agree with Mike. I don't agree with Pete. I think that by the time this comes out, I think that there will not have been enough time between The Last Jedi and this, and um, and because of that lack of separation, it could begin an oversaturation of Star Wars. Uh, and I, I, I think this one won't be as well received. I think looking back after this one has been released, I think, um, it will not be as well received in the future.
0: Do you think that that will be because the movie has flaws or is it just because people at that point will say, this is too much Star Wars? Never thought I was going to say this, man. Too much Star right. Wars. So
3: I know for me personally, i I don't really have any interest in this movie. Um, I don't care how Han Solo got to where he was when we saw him in the first movie.
0: I I, I don't want an origin story for Han Solo. I want a movie like um, I want a movie like uh, Fury Road, where all of a sudden it's just nonstop kickass action for the entire movie. I think it's going to be an origin story. Come on.
3: Yeah, it's it, my prediction is it's it's going to be an origin story, and it's not going to be good because of that.
0: Okay, well, I have less high hopes for it now. But I heard on the internet where you hear things
2: <laughs> that uh, that uh, that he, his his name was isn't even Han Solo. Like he doesn't start out as Han Solo. Han Solo is a name he chooses for himself or something like that. Which like I don't want to have like Han Solo have a weird past like that. That's where I'm a little it's a real name Sherwin. leery of it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I do wish it was more of a, like, I just want this to be like, I know they have the Kessel Run Millennium Falcon that they've teased. Oh, hell yeah. Which is like, it seems like it was a, a slightly modified um, version, but must be that he changed it to do something different. But um, I would love it. It was just like, hey, we're in the middle of the Kessel Run, or that's what so this is about, building the race to the Kessel Run. And, didn't have a lot of more origin than that. Yeah. And maybe didn't, I don't want it to lead right into Star Wars for God's sakes. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I would say not. Okay. You know, my predictions are always going to be a little worse cause I don't read all these spoilers, but,
2: but, but Lando man, yeah. that's what I, I just want Lando and him buddying around. That's what I
0: want. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great, you know, they could just play it as a, as a buddy comedy, but they're not going to apparently. So,
2: Okay. So I'm going to bring up the um Kaiju in the room and uh let's talk a little bit about Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> My prediction is that Pacific Rim Uprising will surpass the theatrical take of Pacific Rim, the first one, by like twofold cuz because everybody knows Pacific Rim people didn't really see it in the theaters. It ended up being more of a cult classic after the fact. I did I saw it in the theaters. I thought it was excellent. Um but i i believe that uh because of it's got this cult classic thing it's going to be another one of these movies where the the people that saw it outside of there will
0: bring people into the theaters mike did you see it because you said to yourself this is as close to neon genesis uh live action movie as i'm going to get uh there might be a, some of that <laughs> <laughs> it's not entirely inaccurate I'm
2: sucker for a big robot punching things. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> so here's my bold prediction. I think Pacific Rim Uprising will do so well that they will um, go on to create a Evangelion live-action movie because of the success of this one. Oh. That's my bold I prediction. I gotcha.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. I hope it does better than Ghost in the Shell.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, a Neon Genesis movie has been kind of, uh, I mean... God, if you guys want to get in deep in the, on that in the Internet, a live action version of that uh, has been um, in the works. Well, and, and shuffled around since uh, probably around 2002.
0: We won't go into there. And when are we going to get our live action Cowboy Bebop starring uh, Keanu Reeves? I think it's too late.
3: <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Though. That was
0: that was a word on the street maybe like a decade or more ago.
2: I don't think... Yeah, I think he... No, he's 50. I don't know if he could pull that off anymore. Then again, he's a, he, he looks pretty good.
3: <laughs> yeah, he looks fantastic.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, he still does all his own stunts in the John Wick movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little shave and he'd be ready to go.
3: Um, Let's talk Avengers Infinity War.
0: Please, let's. Yeah.
3: Um, so Avengers Infinity War is a movie 10 years in the making. Uh, since the release of Iron Man back in 2008, they have all been leading up to this movie. Uh, I am very excited for it. My bold prediction is that even though I think Black Panther will be the best, the best Marvel movie to date, I think Avengers Infinity, Infinity War will be the highest grossing Marvel movie to date.
0: I believe that. I believe highest grossing.
2: Yeah, you're, you're definitely right. I'm, you can't have that many superheroes in one thing and not get like all
3: the butts in the seats. Yes. This movie is going to have literally everyone in it. There are so many actors in this movie. It's insane.
0: Sorry. I would have said a month ago that that's why it's going to critically not be super great. But then I just saw civil war and I thought that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I thought that was going to fail on account of its, its huge cast, but, um, They made an excellent movie. I don't think Marvel makes bad movies. No, they
2: they either make a great movie or an okay movie.
0: All right, so Pete? I'm going to, I I don't want to use my pick on um, on Aquaman, but I think that's going to be your typical DC movie. Not that great. Um, But uh, Fantastic Beasts sequel looks like it's coming out. Um, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh I really I I don't know what everybody here thought about that Fantastic Beast movie, but I liked it. It was a good engaging movie that uh made us feel something for a bunch of characters we'd never seen or heard of before. Um so I am looking forward to seeing this Fantastic Beast sequel. I was a Harry Potter fan, um, and just a Harry Potter verse uh film and it's got Johnny Depp in it, which is like whatever. Um I think it's going to be probably a pretty good film. What do you guys, what did you guys think about Fantastic Beasts? The first one.
2: I never saw it. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy. Not a Harry Potter guy. um, Gotcha. But I do. I mean, I appreciate it and I have watched a couple of the movies and actually I read the first three books. I just, it just didn't really capture me beyond that. And I think the problem was me at that time in my life that I just was more into, I don't know
0: like anime death note and things like that <laughs> yeah sure was bold prediction he was into anime in those days <laughs> uh. um
3: i also didn't see uh the first fantastic beast uh i i didn't really have any desire to see it and i also don't really have any desire to see this one
0: uh, well
3: to each um, his own yeah so um, my
0: bold prediction
3: is you're gonna see it anyway
0: my we bold prediction is
3: going to be that it's going to make a lot of money regardless of me not seeing it.
0: Well right. Yeah.
2: That's probably true. I I I thought it was interesting, and this is sort of related to this topic, is that with the some of the talk about um the people that really liked The Last Jedi, we're talking about it's sort of like the last Jedi is sort of like the anti Harry Potter or and the anti uh the anti-Original Star Wars where um you know, if Ray really is nobody, then uh she's not the chosen one. She's not like Harry Potter, where he was the chosen one to defeat there. She's just a person, and she's doing it. Yeah, it's know?
0: the antithesis of the hero's journey, where, you know, like at the beginning of any epic anything, some farm boy or farm girl turns out to be like long-lost prince or princess or queen or super-powerful individual.
2: Right, and so... Uh, I don't know much about Fantastic Beasts but isn't part of the thing that the, that the the main character is just a sort of a regular wizard, everyday wizard?
0: Yeah, he's he's very much seems to be a nobody. He's just a guy who, you know, studied hard and and uh unlike Harry Potter that had everything handed to him basically, um here's a guy who pulled himself up. And he's a little he, he's a little doctorish too, so I like that personality and and uh fashion style
2: oh oh i want to go back and make a a prediction about uh about tv that we forgot the new doctor who will be excellent everybody will love it i think we're going to pick up because this this is one of those shows where like it's like okay it was time to have a female doctor it really was so let let's make sure that we have the best damn tv show that we can and i love the fact that um she's going to have um multiple companions to start with i think those seasons where the doctor has multiple companions work very well um sometimes it's really good when there's just one companion to bounce off but i feel like you know then you you, you're relying more on the characters in the world whereas when you have multiple companions even if you're just having the doctor on an adventure like on a derelict spaceship and maybe there's a weird ai or something that uh there's still things that uh, the companions can bounce off the doctor and i think that's going to be great
0: Oh yeah, he can never be alone. He or she can never be alone. It it doesn't really work that way.
2: Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to the the new energy and things like that. Um, I, I thought that the send off of the of the current doctor, um, at least the p- parts I've seen. I haven't seen it yet. I just I've seen a little bit too much on the internet, and I wanted to not spoil it. But the parts I saw, it looked charming. So,
0: I need to pick Doctor Who back up. I'm I'm still in the Matt Smith era. All right, so I I want to bring up Mary Poppins. Do you say Sherry Bobbins? No, he said Mary Poppins. They're doing that. Yeah, I think I know we
2: talked a lot of action movies, but I'm I'm I really liked Mary Poppins as a kid and I'm looking forward with uh, Emily Blunt and Lin Manuel Miranda as the main characters of this one. Um this should be a really really good and faithful um sequel and uh my prediction is that uh it probably won't do as well as disney hopes i think that it's actually going to be critically acclaimed and i think that they're not going to get kids butts in the seats as much as they hoped and i'm not sure the, it, why that is i just feel like uh it might be hyped too much because of lin-manuel miranda
0: i th- i feel like the target age of kids um I also liked Mary Poppins a lot, so maybe this is an invalid observation, but I think the target age of kids that they're trying to get to watch this movie, the parents might actually be too young to fully appreciate what Mary Poppins was, but, I mean, I watched it because, of course, I think the movie, the original movie came out when my mother was a kid or something, and so she sat us down and watched it. But See, this might, might be one generation too far removed, but I'm sure it's going to be a great movie.
3: I want to bring up Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I've brought up all the Marvel movies. So instead, I'm going to bring up a genre of movie that is, in, in my opinion, hard to do well. But when it is done well, it is very, very good. And that is the heist movie with Ocean's 8.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
3: I think it's going to be very well done um, based just on the cast. I, I don't see any way that it's not going to be a phenomenal movie. The rest of the oceans movies are are movies I watch over and over again. They're all fantastic fun. and by bringing in this completely different cast, I think it's I, I, I don't know I just i I have high hopes for this movie. I think it's going to be very, very fun, very well done, and I cannot wait to see it.
0: Do you think it'll be done in the style of the uh, the latest you know the the two thousands oceans movies?
3: I hope so because that t- to me that is a very fun style. Uh, so I hope it's not done the exact same because obviously, like we've seen that style done. Um, but I love a good heist movie, heist story. I love a good heist. Um, I agree. And and so if uh, if they play with that genre. Or if they do new and exciting things and like unexpected things, that will just be even better. But honestly, if you give me this cast planning and executing a heist and just baffling whoever the antagonist is, I will be happy.
2: And it has to have a good soundtrack, yes. too, I think. Yes. That's, that's part of it. Ex-
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I see. It's produced by George Clooney.
2: Well, I mean, he's kind of got a spotty record. I mean, Leatherheads, come on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was enjoyable in its own way. All right, Pete, it's your pick. So this movie caught my eye. Um, Ready Player One. Now, um, I don't know if you saw the preview for this movie when going to see the Star Wars movie uh, or whatever. It looks like a new Spielberg film that... uh, uh, Golly, is this... uh, Well, it is based on a bestseller, but it looks to be a more or less new to audiences uh, science fiction franchise. Um, And it looks like it has pretty badass production values. And um, I like the idea of the plot uh, where there's this uh, VR world that kind of sits on top of the real world. And maybe it makes me think, hey, that's kind of how I felt when I was playing World of Warcraft for all those years back in the day. Um, So I think this one looks good. I, gosh, can you draw an audience to a non-franchise film these days? I guess this movie, it's its there, it's on them to prove that you can still do that, because I think everybody else is going to be going to see Marvel and Disney movies this year.
2: But it literally has, like, every franchise in it. I mean, that's the whole point of the movie, is that it's like, this is all the franchises. Here they are. He's in a DeLorean. He's playing... Uh, he's in the game with uh, Overwatch characters and crazy stuff like that.
0: That might end up being what saves the film. So, or what makes it a success or makes it feel gimmicky. Who knows? My prediction is I'll wait and see on this one.
2: <laughs> Jeez, I. I... I think this is this is setting itself my prediction that this is going to end up being a middle of the road uh, um Spielberg thing even though it's got a lot of uh, stuff behind it um that's my prediction is that uh based on I don't know Spielberg's most or more recent performances and things like that um it's just going to kind of be okay it's not going to be great it's not going to be awful I don't think it's going to get butts in the seats like uh they're trying to play to our nostalgia who would do that yeah, I think also the internet
0: seems to have some kind of
2: backlash going against this already,
0: oh, is it have anything to do with like the people who are behind it?
2: No, 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 um, I just think I think I'm not quite sure what the backlash is behind this. I'm not really sure, Eli, any ideas
3: I think a lot of the backlash is the story itself the uh so. The book, the the protagonist isn't very likable. Uh, he's kind of an asshole. So I'm I, so I, I haven't seen any of the backlash other than people saying that um, the book wasn't that great, and I completely agree. I think that um, just like the book, this will try to rely too heavily on people's nostalgia and pop culture references, and will have a story that is not very compelling and a plot that um, is rife with. Uh, plot holes and um, characters who, who who aren't very likable um, and, and you don't really root for them to succeed all the time.
0: So you think ah, yes. instead of having decent writing and character development, they're just going to try and shoehorn a bunch of uh, iconography that we recognize into the movie.
3: Yeah, so there are a lot of people who love the book and, and, and that has more power to them. Um, I'm sure some of the listeners will disagree with me on this completely. Um, and if you would like to discuss, uh, feel free to send me uh, tweets at the Viking Bear underscore, underscore. but the book did that. I mean, the book was all nostalgia porn. It was just reference after reference after reference. At, like, there was... The the plot itself was very flimsy. Uh, the, the plot itself was very predictable. It was... Um, derivative of a lot of other things it just it relied on references there is a whole segment of the book where the main character acts out the plot of war games like that's that's what he does for a
0: segment of the book well you know okay eli i could see that being pretty tedious in a a literary medium uh to have to read through all that uh which is not to say that maybe it, it won't just gonna be exciting on the screen. But you know, if if you read the book and it sounds like you did, mm-hmm. um I my my biggest strength is I never do any research on anything. <laughs> I just get excited about flashy things in front of my eyes. Right. So maybe maybe that's a good audience for this movie.
3: Yeah, no, uh, and please don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say you shouldn't go see this movie. I just No no um like if if you want to see the movie, fine. I will probably see it once it goes to like the dollar movie where I can watch it for super cheap just because it looks pretty like the 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 trailer for it looks pretty as hell uh i just i am not going to go see the movie for the story
0: that could be a good prediction then that it, it'll be an okay middle of the road type of a thing but mm-hmm. who knows so that that was one that caught my eye in the theater though that that uh, trailer something new and original ish
2: all right i think uh we're we're approaching yeah, we're pretty far into here, so maybe we all pick one more round, and then uh, and then we call it uh, good. For my last pick, I'm going to go with Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Isn't that a Nostalgia Fest 2? Oh, uh, well, it kind of is, but I mean, I don't know. The first Wreck-It Ralph, I guess it kind of was a Nostalgia Fest, but it really didn't... It only basically winked at your nostalgia and said like, hey, uh, Ralph is his own game because it was about, you know, Ralph and his game hanging out with like, um, you know, popular video game characters. And they just happened to be in the same arcade, but they didn't really spend time there. They spent, you know, they were in that world for just a tiny bit and then they ended up going to um, the candy uh, sugar rush. That's basically what the movie was about, and actually, in, in uh, areas outside of the United States, the movie was called Sugar Rush. Ralph is just the central character. Um, and I know they actually did make a real Wreck-It Ralph game. You can get it on your uh, your iDevices, your Androids, uh, and they actually have arcade machines set up at Disney World um, if you want to play that. But um i like the idea of um these same characters after they've learned what they've learned uh you know because the whole movie's about you know uh you can be more than what you're expected to be in your life you know that's ralph doesn't have to wreck everything uh he can sort of use his powers to wreck everything to make things better and that's kind of the lesson you learn in the first movie. and uh, that, you know, they go on the Internet and they're you're interacting in cyberspace with uh, the new technology and things like that. Um, I I saw there was a trailer that came out the other day. I did not see it yet, um, but I, I really loved the first movie and thought it was very good and it had good actors. So my prediction is it will be a mega hit compared to the first one, which actually was sort of a modest hit and did better on video.
3: Yeah, I uh, completely agree. The first movie was. Tons of fun, uh, and I think as long as they um, change things up in this next one and and don't just retread the same ground, I, I think it'll be a huge hit.
0: I did not see it. I need to watch more movies.
3: All right, Eli, your last pick. So I I would like to, um, to have everyone go back in their mind with me to a simpler time. The year is 2008, a... Much younger me was um, going to the movies on uh, January 18th, so 10 years ago and one day ago, um, to sit down to watch a movie that uh, I, I didn't know anything about. And as as the movie unfolded, it was a movie about these people who some disaster happens in New York City and they have their own cam and they're going through the city and that movie oh. was Cloverfield.
0: Cloverfield, sure. So
3: um, Cloverfield is one of my favorite movies. Um, a lot of people have problems with it. That's fine. I love it. I I went to see that thing in theaters probably six times. I loved it so much. The third in the Cloverfield Expanded Universe, which are tangentially related to that movie, comes out this year. Uh, and we don't know a lot about it. However... A um, fake website that is a viral thing for the movie came out yesterday, or actually launched today, uh, and it has me hyped for the movie. I cannot wait for this movie. I hope it is fantastic. I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane very recently, loved it as well. Um, It was good. So I I don't really know anything about this next movie. Um, We're not really even sure what the title is yet. But um, all that has been released about it is that it centers around people who are on the International Space Station and they witness the world vanish. Um, and then, oh, uh, yeah. And, and so then that a spaceship shows up and they have to deal with something. So it sounds promising. Uh, I think the premise is cool. I have high hopes for this. Um, I, I really hope that this will tie into the original movie a little more or lead to like a direct sequel to the original movie. Cause I want more of the Cloverfield monster so bad.
2: Yeah. I have to admit, I haven't, uh, I haven't really seen the, uh, the Cloverfield movies. And uh, I, I know that's one. Everybody's like, you know, you need to watch these movies. You need to watch these movies, but I just haven't really got into it. But yeah, now that I've seen like the uh, renderings of this monster, that's, that's some creepy stuff. <laughs>
0: guys um holy shit there's a rampage movie coming out in 2018 uh people who are my age and probably not a whole lot younger probably remember that arcade game with the giant gorilla giant lizard and giant wolf uh that would go around punching holes in buildings in new york city and based on that incredibly complex plot they've put a movie together with dwayne the rock johnson this kind of feels like that Battleship movie that came out X number of years ago where they were actually firing the giant pegs around and stuff like that. <laughs> um, my bold prediction for this movie is that it's going to be a surprise hit. Based solely on the fact that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in it, um, he hasn't made a bad movie since like that uh, Disney Tooth Fairy movie. So that's my prediction. It's going to be fantastic. No, 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 no. It's not going to be Fantastic. It's going to make money.
2: I don't know what I was going to say. He's made a lot of good movies. I don't know if Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been in a great movie. Can you think of one?
0: No. No, he's actually been in a lot of shitty movies. And my prediction is most likely going to be wrong. Totally wrong. But he, he does have a screen presence. That's for damn sure.
3: Yes, he does. Um, I don't think this movie is going to do well. I think it has the potential to be a very fun movie. Uh, but I don't think box office wise it'll do well.
0: I think really my bold prediction is going to be that I will see this movie of all the movies that are coming out this year and how sparingly I am able to see movies. Mm -hmm. I might, I might just go ahead and see this one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's it. That is, uh, those are our bold predictions that you can hold us to the flame for in 2018. Uh, I think they were pretty bold comparatively. Some of them are pretty safe, but, but yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good about that. You guys? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think uh, we covered pretty much everything.
2: All right. Well, uh, that really ends our bold predictions episode. So what are your bold predictions? Let us know on our Twitter account uh, at Sacred Cows Pod. We'd love to hear what yours are so that we can maybe include them, I don't know, a year from now and 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 see how you did. Or you can just uh, see what you think of our Predictions. Tell us how wrong we are. Well, when we come back, we'll just do our closing thoughts and we'll tell you what's coming next. All right, and we're back. So, um, before we close the episode, I'd just like to tell you a little bit about um, some movies that we have up coming up in, in 2018. So, in February, we've got firefly which is actually that's a tv show we're only watching the tv show episode and as as you may have heard in the beginning of this episode our guests will be rob weeks and sean faust who are both very much into that series so we'll be talking with them about that and see if that holds up in march we'll be talking with david stewart about rumble in the bronx the very first uh jackie chan movie that got a wide release uh theatrically in america nice In April, we'll be talking about uh, Princess Bride. With uh, We've got a couple guests there uh, to to finalize. Um, And uh, in May, uh, we'll be talking about Harry Potter. We're not exactly sure which ones of the series are there. We're not going to make you watch all of the movies at once. I think this will be more of a... We'll probably cover the the first couple, or maybe the first three or something like that. But um, guests to be announced on that. And if we just go further, we have some more movies planned, including uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And we're hoping to do a GeeklyCon 2018 panel, but we will all be there. All right.
3: So, Eli, what do you want to promote today? If you can't get enough of my lovely sultry voice, uh, you can check out my other show, Hoof and Sword. Uh, It is an actual play podcast where we use the Tales of Equestria system. Uh, Me and some friends play um, some ponies who um, get into questionable circumstances, uh, have a lot of fun. And, um, generally try to make our game master, uh, laugh uncontrollably, which we have gotten him to do a spit take. Uh, so that is a success (laughs) on our part. So yeah, um, that's, uh, the show again, it's called hoof and sword. You can find us on Twitter at hoof and sword. And you can find me on Twitter at the Viking Bear underscore underscore. Uh, you can come on there to yell at me about some of the things I said in this episode. Um, or you can come and see me post the same picture of myself every day. Uh, there's about 40 days left of
0: that. Uh, and then I will co- go on to a new goof. <laughs> all right pete i'm no tweet pete at not underscore wheat underscore pete uh if you make general reference to that twitter handle maybe my wife will come find me in real life and say hey somebody tweeted something about you and i'll go look
2: you can find me on twitter i'm at white morph uh you can tweet at us like we said before at sacred cows pod we'd love to uh hear from you in the larger sense uh if you're not comfortable tweeting that us individually that's great um, we also have an email where you can uh, send uh, ideas for movies or sketches or, or if you just want to send us a long form uh, email about, hey, you got something uh, something wrong on this episode, which has, has happened and is helpful. That's sacredcows at herooftheweb.com or sacredcows at herooftheweb.com. It doesn't really matter uh, how you spell it. It's the same thing. Uh, we want to get we need to up our game on the apple Podcasts reviews so we would like your five star reviews feel free to bash us in the actual written part but if you want to give us those five stars um that'd be great it really helps people find us and uh you know if you do bash us then that gives people something to disagree with us about i guess so you know kudos to you either way for giving us that five stars we love you and on that hopeful note good night internet
1: Sacred Cows Tonight is a production of Sacred Cows Tonight. Executive Producers Mike and Pete. All sketches were written and performed by Mike, Pete, and Eli Ramsey. Main portions of the episode are edited by Eli Ramsey. Want to contribute your sketch to Sacred Cows Tonight? Email us your script or proposal to sacredcows at herooftheweb.com. That's sacredcows at herooftheweb.com.